0: In October 2020, 2021, Paul um, Koh said on his Instagram after the Brentford versus Chelsea game, or Chelsea against Brentford, and I quote, Just a question. If your keeper, man of the match, does that... Wow, and Mendy was really awesome in that game, as he has been. Mendy, by the way, has 16 clean sheets just behind Ederson for Man City at 19. And I think Ederson is going to run away with that, with that award again. And he said, If your goalkeeper, man of the match, does that... Does that mean your team defended well? And, man, people criticized schools for his comment. And people said he was bitter and all of that. And to be fair, I was part of that team. I I think it, it was unfair considering how many clean sheets men they had. But um, from the perspective, and I've kept on saying that people should watch football with perspective. From the perspective of that game, Chelsea defended poorly. Now, if a goalkeeper has to make many saves in the game, your team defended poorly. And that's it. I... I don't know how i'll tell people this again now David De Gea and this is where i this is what i want to talk about has 81 saves in the Premier League this season that's 11 more saves than Lucas Fabian's care of West Ham and that's embarrassing now United have played 21 games in the Premier League this season now this means that David De Gea has made 3.85 saves in each game this season that's 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 on the average <laughs> now That's funny because the next, well, next team that won't stop for on that list is West Ham and that's Lukas Fabianski at 70 saves, yeah, in 19 19 games. I know that's not really great but, and West Ham, with all due respects, are not on the level of Man United and it's embarrassing to see that United have to face these more shots. Now, um... Quickly, I'll, I'll talk on Ederson for Man City. Ederson, like I said earlier, on, has um has nineteen clean sheets, and that's crazy because City have played twenty two games. So that means City have conceded in only three games this season. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and Ederson has nineteen clean sheets. Now this is very funny. And Ederson sits nineteenth on the table of saves. With I think sixty-three saves to his name this season. Now that means City have faced a lot less shots than United, and that's really embarrassing, man. I cannot, I cannot overemphasize on how embarrassing this is for a club like Man United to face these much shots. And this is this is not a critic on David De Gea. This is a critic on Man United as a team. There is a problem with that. I've kept on saying there's a problem with that, and it needs fixing. Um, so. That's about it, man. United. Uh, um, I think just shortly, United versus Brentford was a very beautiful game. And I think Thomas Frank, the Brentford manager, head coach, if you like, was <laughs> really Peter. It shows that he cannot lose. And that's really funny for a team coming from the lower division. I mean, they've been playing really great football this season, and they obviously will not get relegated again, but it's. <laughs> he came out and said some really funny things about how they smashed us in the first half. <laughs> funny, Brent fought, Okay, Brent fought Smash United 0-0 in the first half of that game. Uh, that's, that's an achievement to be proud of. I'll be proud of stomach, Frank, Thomas Frank, to be honest. And so, back to the United. Um. United. Um, so, on the episode, on my first episode this year, on transfers and credibility, I talked about Julian Alvarez and the Argentine media using argentinian media using united to gain traction now um julian alvarez is on his way to man city i am for 13 million euros from river plate and um, that's been confirmed by fabrizio romano tier one if you listen to the episode and so that's it alvarez is on his way to man city and um according to fabrizio our scouts will not convey his but to be fair i think um i'm is limited in terms of signings because I mean what if it's not signing for new manager and that's that will be a problem because um, United have Ahmad who is not playing, we don't even know the position we don't know what's going to happen to Ahmad, we don't know what's going to happen um, to Pellistri a lot of players I interested. to have signed and are not playing so if you're going to sign this boy and you're not going to play now the person I'm so sure will use Alvarez is Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp he's got it into Pep's hand and that would be great and interestingly I used to think that um, Jurgen Klopp did not reach the Cups or the cup competitions in England but I mean he's in the Carabao Cup final and who play or who face Chelsea and <laughs> that's one game I would, I, would, I would really love to see and i i okay i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm getting back to my united but this is something i have to talk about and emissions other clubs now this is the world cup year world cup is this year um what's his name the the um the french manager its french nationality manager um the champs said as long as anthony marshall plays enough he'll make the world cup squad now (laughs) <laughs> Martial has not been playing. And it's not just Martial. There's Donovan the Big, who obviously will not make the squad for his country for the World Cup if he does not play. And United don't want to release these guys on loan. There's just Lingard as well, who, and by the way, is linked strongly to um, Newcastle. You might want to keep an eye on that one. He's linked really, really strongly to Newcastle. And there are a lot of players like United, that United that, I mean, that if given, if given um, the chance would play for their countries if they play well and i think i think um lingard i mean obviously you want to um play for man united where you grew up from the academy and all of that and i'm breaking the But i think um lingard made a mistake well i think we won't even say a mistake to be fair west ham did want to sign him but then for some reason united were holding out for 25 that's t- 25 million pounds which is a lot of money so uh, that's something where well, we can have him for a week here and and So, there are, there are a lot of players at Man United who are stuck on the bench. They are not playing. And the manager does not want to use them. Come on, let these guys move on for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's about that. Now, on AFCON, um, Group A, Cameroon won that group and Burkina Faso came second. Um, group B, um, in Group B, Morocco won that group. And Morocco, who I think, by the way, have had a very great competition. In this AFCON, um, they won that group and Gabon came second. Um, group C, I'm so sorry. Group B, Senegal won the group, Guinea came second. Group C, Morocco won that group and Gabon came second. Now, Group D, my group, group of interest, <laughs> Nigeria won that group with nine points. Um, it was 1 0 3 0 2 and Egypt came second, who I think will not be a problem. Um, Ivory Coast, one group E. And Equatorial Guinea came second. Mali, one group F. And Gambia came second. Now, um, round of 16 fixtures start tomorrow at 5 p.m. And that will kick off with, with Burkina Faso facing Gabon. That's 5 p.m. tomorrow. Um, that's GMT plus one, Nigerian time, 5 p.m. tomorrow. It's... 4 p.m in some parts of england and now if you live in new york I, I need time zone for new york for some reason that's five hours earlier so that will be by 12 noon for you and so um the next fixture tomorrow too by 8 p.m will be nigeria versus tunisia that's tomorrow 8 p.m um that's fixture and i'll have pressures on um i don't know when it depends on how far nigeria go in AFCON, and I really do hope they'll win. I have precious and we'll talk about um, Nigeria in AFCON and um, a new administration under Augustine Eguavon. So um, that's that. Nigeria faced Tunisia by 8 pm. Obviously, all times are in GMT plus one. 8 pm tomorrow against Tunisia. On Monday, 24 January, Guinea faced Gambia at, at 5 pm as well. And again, 8 pm, Cameroon faced Comoros, um, who were the third best team in their group. Or the best third, if you like. Senegal face Cape Verde on thos, on Tuesday by five pm, and by five pm on Tuesday Morocco face Malawi. I think this will be a fancy fixture. You should keep an eye on this one. Africa's face Egypt. Yeah, these two <laughs> on Wednesday by five pm, and on Wednesday, on um, on on Wednesday by eight pm, Mali face Equatorial Guinea. Now this is the end of the round of sixteen. Um, so I'll give you permutations on who. Is going to face um the other team in the round of eight, as quarterfinals, if you like. So um, if Burkina Faso win their fixture, or if Gabon win, they'll face either Nigeria or Tunisia. Now that's 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 who that's the fate of Nigeria. So Nigeria will either face Burkina Faso or Gabon in the quarterfinals if they beat Tunisia or if they get past Tunisia. And I hope that happens. I actually think um now um from from the, the past of of an analyst that Nigeria have what it takes to win or ju- win sorry Tunisia I don't know how comfortably that will be. Well, I think Nigeria have what it takes to win um to win the afcon. To be fair, I think the only thing that will trouble us will be Cameroon and Cameroon is. I talked about Afuaka um a few episodes back, and that <laughs> that guy has been disturbing us. Okay, so um, so Nigeria will face either Burkina Faso or Gabon if they win. Now, if Tunisia win, of course, they will face either Burkina Faso or Gabon, and just do the reverse for that. Um, Senegal will face Mali or Equatorial Guinea, and. Um Cape Verde will face again if they win that one. I think you should also keep an eye on Senegal, who I think are a very, very great team by the way. Ivory Coast as well. And that will be the round of eight. <laughs> Quarterfinals. A, a round of eight if you like. Um me on the other hand will face the Gambia. That's after I've talked about that. No, I didn't. The um, Gambia were the third best team in their group. Yeah? No, they weren't. They finished top of sorry, second place team in Group F and Guinea will face Gambia and if either of these teams win they'll face Cameroon or Comoros and so that will be um a quarter-final fixture and um i'll just give my predictions on this and i am um, wrap up with a few things in this episode so it's not overly long um Cote d'Ivoire <laughs> very awesome thing by the way Sebastian Haller oh my goodness <laughs> will face Egypt and <laughs> i think Cote d'Ivoire will win that game comfortably now this is nothing against Egypt but i have problems with how Egypt have set up for this afghan and um that's how i'll discuss with Precious um i don't know the episode that will be in but that's our i'll discuss with Precious on here as well and so Koneva will face Egypt, and I think Koneva will win that game. I've given some predictions, but I'll give my general predictions for the quarterfinals and who I think will face who. Uh, I also want you listening to give your predictions as well on this, and it'll be interesting for everyone. And then Morocco versus Malarai, I'll take you to keep an eye on this fixture. I think Morocco will win that game. And so I've given my prediction. Um, I think... Gabon will win Burkina Faso, and I think Nigeria will face Gabon in the quarterfinals. In the first quarterfinal um, fixture, I don't know how that will be. It's still to be decided, to be honest. well I think Nigeria will face Gabon, and Nigeria should win that game. Um, <laughs> now this is me speaking as a Nigerian and speaking <laughs> as a realist as well. Yeah, so I think Nigeria um will face Gabon, and Nigeria should win that. Um, I think Senegal will face Mali that's for that i think um i think guinea will face cameron i think cameron will win that i think Cameroon would advance to the finals um i think potterbury will need to have and i think morocco will win malawi and so um in the united versus Brentford football game i don't talk about ronaldo being subbed off and <laughs> how people have read too much money into it now ronaldo is a player who still wants to win um he probably wants to win trophies till he retires. And so it's only reasonable that he gets angry when he's taking off off of a game where I mean there's are still chances to score. That game ended three goes to one. Again, defensive problems from United. Um Harry Maguire, who oh my goodness. I've praised Harry Maguire um last season. I still think he's a good defender now. A good defender. I've, I've not seen what class or class defender, but I think he's a good defender. But I think he does some really silly things in that game. He was marking his man now, not his man, the Brentford player, his man, Man United player, where he could have covered. Oh my, I, I don't want to talk about this man. I, I don't want to get angry. So, yeah, Ronaldo was subbed off, and um, people read meaning into it. And like I've said, it's it's nothing, it's nothing. And I, I love how um, Ralph handled it's in his press conference and it was it was so awesome to see now um i won't talk about man city running away with the league Uh, i've said this man city will win the league Uh, i'm so confident of it and i don't know about people saying there is a lot of games left for some teams some teams have 18 more games have 19 more games to play now um man city have 17 more games to play and uh, I think they'll win the league. Now, I don't say they have won the league, but I'm so confident that they'll win the league because we've seen this play out before where Pep, I, I, I talked about Pep Guardiola's dominance um, on the longest episode of this podcast. You should listen if you want to. And um, I think Masi will win the league. Um, and um, La Liga, just shortly, um, I've said this and this is my prediction. This is... I've been a little, a little bit of predictions on this episode. I think... Um, Baka will be back to dominance in four years' time or five years' time because, um, now Baka fans understand now this is the problem I have with United fans. Baka fans understand that their team needs a rebuild, and so what did they do? Now, um, first of all, they have a leader who understands what football is and what a football club needs, um, that's in Joan Lapota, and that's very beautiful to see that. Everybody is on the same page. Now, I have my questions over um, the competence of Javi Hernandez as a manager. But well, we can see, I think everybody can agree. Now, if you disagree, you can um, send a voice note to me and um, we'll talk on that. Everybody can agree that Baka is going, or the team Baka are going through a rebuild. And that rebuild will be successful because we can see science, we can see how well they play and it's going to be so awesome. And <laughs> okay, and so um it's just a visualization. Now imagine with me um Madrid, who by the way are on some hot form, assemble Vinicius, Mbappe and Haland. Now <laughs> To play in the attack this is going to be so awesome this is just me thinking out loud and i do hope it, <laughs> now i don't hope it happens <laughs> because it's going to be dominance 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 and so um, to end this episode i want to encourage you now um i feel and um, people and it's it's not people's fault to be honest it's the way society has made people think um people people don't take mental health as seriously as people should now um according to the world health organization and this is not football talk this is i think and um, people should talk about mental health more A- according to the world health organization health is instead of complete physical mental and social well-being and blah 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 now i want to place my emphasis on complete and the three components of health that's physical mental and social which means that when a person falls sick now um i'm a student yeah i'm a physical therapy student and and we've been taught that when a person falls sick the person and uh, the person relinquishes his um societal roles now people have, people have Rules the society, but when a person falls sick, the person relinquishes his societal rules. Now, in that definition, there is no distinction between physical, mental, or social sickness. And so when a person falls sick, the person relinquishes his social roles. Now, when, when a person falls mentally sick, we expect the person to be strong and all of that. So, and this is me saying that I should prioritize your mental health as much as you prioritize other, other um parts of your health. And so on that note, I live in Nigeria. And um, I don't know about other countries. Most of my listeners for this podcast come from Nigeria. So if you live um, outside, the the hotline for um, mental health problems should be accessible to you on Google. So for Nigeria, if you have problems with your mental health and you you want to talk to someone, um, you can talk to me. I'm going to reach out to me on this platform and I'll respond to you. I've seen um, it on every platform on Twitter and on Facebook. And so, um, the the podcast is my space. If you complain about mental health to us, it's my space on Twitter. That's at my space show, and um, we'll reach out to you and help you if if we can. So um, if you want to talk to someone professionally, a professional, um, there's a toll free number. It's zero eight zero zero eight zero zero two zero 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 now that's a lot of zeros just so you don't forget now there's zero it's eight, zero zero it's eight, zero, 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 zero. and that's that is is a toll-free number you can call the number at any time of the day and you get a response i really hope you take mental health seriously this year your mental health is as important as your physical health and that's how we end this episode thank you for staying true with me okay guys i'm quickly um, I made a mistake and I'm so sorry for that. Um, so, Ederson still leads the charts in terms of clinches this season. But that's 11 clinches instead of 19. 19 was what he won, the, what he won the Golden Globe last season. And um, Edward Mendy came second last season with 16 sheets. Now, um this season, Ederson leads the sheet charts. And just behind Ederson is Allison at 9 sheets. And then Aaron Ramsdale, nine, Hugo Lloris, nine clean sheets as well.